Hi everybody, it's Christine McDaniel here with The Co-Living Code and we have another guest today, a co-living operator. Her name is Anne and she just launched Nine Co-Living. So we will go ahead and turn it over to her and just, Anne, we would love, I mean your website is absolutely beautiful. I love, and that's what got my attention was, you know, she shared her story about why she started a co-living home. So why don't you go ahead and share that with everybody listening. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I think it's basically the story of someone who loved to travel and I was a backpacker for all of my 20s. And after my 20s, I started traveling as a digital nomad for about a year and I really loved it. But um, I'm not the kind of person who needs to be behind a computer all day. So even when I was traveling the world, doing, you know, like uh, a lot of work, but also try, seeing all these different countries. And I absolutely loved it, loved the community, the digital nomad community. Uh, but I was still working behind the computer. I was still, uh, you know, behind that screen 40 hours a week. And I just really didn't like it anymore. So I wanted to switch it up. Um, so I decided to start a co-living to combine kind of my passion for the digital, community, uh, digital nomad community, the, the traveling part. Um, but uh, have something more as a, yeah, a job where I'm doing stuff um, physically instead of behind a computer. And then let everybody know the area that you get, you opened in actually, the city. You guys are over uh, in a, yeah. So I moved to Tenerife, uh, one of the Spanish islands, uh, they're called the Canarian Islands uh, and they, they're part of Europe, part of Tenerife, but they're actually um, on the coast of Morocco, the Sahara, so very uh, south of, of Spain, um, which makes them a like, year-round um, sun destination for Europe. Um, and I moved to Tenerife, one of the islands, one of the bigger islands, and uh, on the north coast uh, of the island. It's a big volcanic island, so the south and north are very different. The south is a desert um, landscape. It's uh, more sunny, but it's, it's dry, and that's uh, kind of where all the tourists go. And the north is uh, more where the, the people, uh, you know, the people of the Canary Islands live, where the uh, plantains are, where the wine is harvested, and uh, beautiful cliff um, beaches, and yeah, it's beautiful here. It rains a bit more, but it's beautiful. <laughs> nice. And then, where were you originally? Where did you come from? I'm from Holland. Nice. Um, yeah, and I wanted to escape the bad weather as many of us want to, and I traveled a lot through South and Central America. In Colombia for a while, so I wanted to find a place where I could have um, the Spanish kind of Latin America culture, um, but not too far from uh, from home. And the Canary Islands are actually perfect if you're looking for that. Yeah. And then, so you've obviously been working on your concept for a little bit. Like, how long have you worked on it before you opened your doors? So. Um, about a year ago, I decided that I didn't want to stay in Holland, and I, but I also didn't want to keep traveling as a digital nomad, so I started making plans and looking around first on the internet just to see like uh, which countries or which uh, areas in the world would be interesting, and I, uh, I came to the uh, Canary Islands, to Tenerife. Um, so I started looking on the internet, just like uh, if there was anything for sale and which area of Tenerife, which location would be great and things like that, and then I proposed this uh, crazy plan to my parents and fortunately they were actually uh, very supporting so in January last year like of this year 
um, I went here with my parents for 10 days and we uh, scouted uh, places. And the idea was kind of to just have a look around to see what the island did for us, what the feeling was when I was here, uh, what was for sale, what the prices were. I never expected in 10 days to find, you know, a property, but um, the house we I'm living in now uh, was just so perfect that we, all three of us, uh, were kind of like, well, if you want to do this, then this is uh, this is spot. So four months later, I moved here in um, the last day of May and the first day of June, I, uh, I yeah, I got the keys, so. <laughs> nice, and then so you guys purchased or did you rent? No, I, with the help of my parents, I purchased the, the house. Yeah. Nice. And then how many guests can stay in your home at the same time? Um, I have nine rooms. So it's an old historical building right in the center of a, of a town called Laurotava, uh, which is not a touristy town, but it's beautiful. And um, it's 10 minutes from the ocean and from the more touristy spots. So it's pretty, I think it's pretty perfect. Um, and I have nine rooms, uh, a few singles and a few doubles. So I can have 16 people in total if I'm fully occupied. Most people will come as singles, of course. So I'll have around 10, but uh, yeah. Nice. And then what's the average stay? And again, you're so new, it's only been a few weeks. So you're probably not sure yet, but like for future bookings, like what's the average stay? Yeah, I'm hoping to have people for a little bit longer. So from two weeks on to like a month or two. Um, yeah, I just opened uh, three weeks ago. So it's very new, but um, I have uh, some bookings in uh, October and November. It's actually going to be pretty busy and most people are staying like three to four weeks. Nice. And then do you guys, what type of, uh, do you guys have, like, is it guys and girls? Is the age range? Like what's the, uh, the demographics? So far, welcome for everyone. But uh, um, I would say the real digital nomads are people that are uh, working uh, as well. Um, uh, adventurous people, I think. Tenerife is an island with a lot of opportunities to be outdoors, to see, to do a lot of activities. Um, you're on a volcanic island, so there's up the mountain. Uh, you have the the volcano and the forest and climbing and mountain biking and everything you can think of. And 10 minutes down, you have the sea with a lot of surfing and uh, kayaking and things like that. So definitely uh, people that like to be outdoors um, and um, be active, I guess. Um, yeah, age range, like, uh, I think it will be from like 25 to up to like 40, 50. But I mean, for me, that's not really everyone's welcome, I would say. Um, and kind of community people that are looking for a community. So you yeah, really enter my home here. I live here myself. Um, I have a dog. She's really part of the family. So, you know, we have a communal kitchen. We eat together. We do a lot of things together. So um, people that are looking for a stay where they get like a family of a, or a community vibe um, will really get that here. That's awesome. And then for your bookings, what do you guys use right now for a booking? Do they book directly through you guys? Do they use Airbnb? No, it's mostly direct. I am on coliving.com, um, but kind of just starting all that up. So it's um, mainly through, through my website itself right now. Um, and have a pretty big community, uh, a pretty big network in, in the digital nomad community. That's why I already have... Uh, a lot of bookings, but for the future, we need to start working on that right now to get the word out. 
And then what other like technology do you guys use like in the home for booking, like, or not just booking, sorry, like managing the house? Yeah. So my main, uh, our main um, community um, um, form of communication is through Slack. So when you um, book a room a week before you get uh, an email with some useful information on how to get here and some like house rules and stuff, but also an invite to our Slack channel. And um, yeah, I use that to basically uh, coordinate everything from, you know, what, uh, what activities they are or if there's a problem and you get the house rules through your, you know, through a private message. And um, I love people to stay in the Slack channel after they leave and um, kind of still be involved and uh, things like that. Yeah. So oh, Slack. Cool. Yeah, I know there's a couple homes that are using Slack to do that. That's awesome. I love hearing that. That's perfect. And then what, do you guys ever host, are you going to plan on hosting events where you invite outside people in to visit the home? Yeah, definitely. So I'm part of a little group um, that is doing more for the digital digital nomad community, expat community, remote workers community here on Tenerife because it's pretty active. And they kind of invited me in as soon as they heard that I was doing this. So that was really great. And every month we host a um, big meetup uh, somewhere on the island. Uh, actually, the 2nd of November, uh, it's my turn. So I'm hosting a big Halloween party uh, in the house. So that's going to be cool. And so, yeah, there is uh, some events where we combine like my calling space with, all, with the co-working space uh, here. And then we have Wolf House, which is more like a company retreat center. And all the digital nomads and um, expats based uh, on the island can join. Uh, and from there, I have some, some friends and some people that I invite for dinners and, uh, and things like that if we just do something more smaller with the, with the, the house. But uh, yeah, lots of um, collaborations, I think, yeah. No, that's what it sounds like. That's awesome, I love hearing that. And then what do you, guys, do you plan on in the future if everything goes well and you're fully booked all the time? Would you ever open different locations in the same area, different areas? Um, I know that's, that's big dreaming, but uh, it would be interesting to see uh, other islands. I have not been, I mean, uh, so Gran Canaria is one of the other bigger islands uh, of the Canarias, and it's a big digital nomad hub. So it would be really cool if all the islands, or at least also Tenerife, will be one of those bigger uh, digital nomad hubs as well. So I guess Tenerife as, as a nomad hub would be the first focus, but next would maybe be one of the other islands. That would be really cool. But I mean, that's, that's dreaming more than something that's <laughs> like an action plan already. Yeah, no, but that actually leads to my next question. Um, where do you, and my last question that I ask everybody is where do you see the entire industry of co-living as a whole? Like, where do you see that going in the future? Yeah, I think um, I see it growing for sure. Right now, um, digital nomism and digital nomadism or remote working is kind of like a niche. Uh, there's a there's some people that know about it and that are really into it and they're traveling the world but they they seem kind of like a special group of people right now uh, for other people and on Instagram and you know and I think um, the future will be and hopefully will be that um, everyone understands that um, what co-living is and that uh, if you have a very regular job and you live in a 
you know, you live in a city somewhere you never leave, that you could also take, you know, a month off or uh, to work on a project or uh, maybe your boss, boss will let you uh, leave for like a month and you can work or with some colleagues and go to co-living. So I hope that the guests that will come to co-livings will become more mainstream and not just this very specific group of young adventurous digital nomad people, but like everyone will understand what it is and start using it. That's awesome, Anne. Well, thank you so much. We'll definitely have all of your contact info and a link to your website. So when anybody is in the area, they know they can book there and have some amazing weather year round. <laughs> I've heard, I haven't been to the Canary Islands yet myself, so, but I've heard amazing things. So yes. uh, I, yeah. So thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye.